What is going on, my fellow geeks, and welcome back to Raving Geeks, the weekly pop culture podcast from Central Michigan Life, where we discuss all things geek culture, which is like high culture, but better. If this is your first time joining us, make sure you follow the CM Life Instagram and Twitter pages for updates on the podcast, and look for us wherever you find your podcasts, including YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on our website at www.cm-life.com. My name is Brendan Valentine, and I would like to thank you all for joining me and my fellow co-hosts this week, who will introduce themselves in a second with our weekly question of the week, which you can kind of get that it's weekly from the name, but I wrote it in redundantly. Uh, This week's question is, what is your favorite video game? Um, I guess I will start. Um, My favorite video game of all time, I thought about this a lot because there's a couple different genres that I'm into, so it's hard to like compare. It's like comparing apples to oranges, as the saying goes. But I have to go with my favorite video game of all time is probably Mass Effect 2. I'm a big fan of the Mass Effect franchise. Um, it's a big like sci-fi space adventure, um, generally single-player, um, like role-playing game where you kind of take the um, you kind of take the role of a space marine, um, like building relationships and stopping wars uh, out in outer space. Um, so then I will pass that question on to our co-hosts. Um, Isaac, do you want to start by introducing yourself and telling us what your favorite video game is? Um, hello, everyone. Isaac Hunter here. Uh, my favorite video game, piggybacking off of uh, free roam RPGs, is Elder Scrolls Four: Oblivion. Um, hot take, I know, because Skyrim has been released like 10 times now, but... I just, I love the world. It's kind of renaissance-y, free roam, adventure. Do whatever you want. It's fantastic. Awesome. Hope, what about you? Okay. Hi, everyone. I am Hope Goodearl. Um, I will admit that I don't play video games that much, but I will say that I do play, like, some, like, video games if they're puzzle-related. So, um Kind of anything Harry Potter too. Just going with my other interests. Um, I've got a Lego Harry Potter game for my Wii. Uh, I've got the Hogwarts Mystery on my phone, as well as Wizards United, which is essentially uh, Harry Potter Go for all you Pokemon Go fans. It's a little bit different, but you know what? If it's still fun, you get to duel other people, and yeah, those are my favorites. Awesome. Thank you, Hope and Isaac. Um, Now, as we usually do, we're going to get things started with some geek news here uh, on Raving Geeks. So, um, Hope, do you want to start? Sure. All right. So, on the night that we are recording this episode, tonight begins a new series on the CW called Walker, starring Jared Padalecki. And it is a reboot of the 90s series Walker, Texas Ranger. And Jared Padalecki is a native of Texas. So that's going to be really fun. Plus, if you loved him in Supernatural as Sam Winchester, I am sure you will love him as a cowboy on uh, Walker. And then there was a new trailer that came out for a new show on also the CW um, called Superman and Lois, starring Tyler Hecklin as Clark Kent Superman, um, like he did on Supergirl. And so the woman who's playing Lois will also be on there. 
Uh, I do want to like see that one and see if it's like going to be like the old series, uh, Lois and Clark with Dean Cain, who played Superman Clark Kent at one point and played Dr. Jeremiah Danvers on Supergirl. Um, so that's going to be interesting. And then because this is what I'm waiting for this entire year, even though it's going to be in March, um, we have a little less than two months until we finally get Falcon and Winter Soldier on Disney Plus. And like to tell you that I'm not excited for that would be a complete and bold faced lie. I am very excited. And this is the one that I'm like, Disney, just release it. Just just put it out there. So, yeah, that's my fan news. Nice. Isaac, do you have any geeky news for us today? Um, well, on the topic of video games, um, typically any Star Wars game used to only be able to be developed by EA Games. But now that exclusive, uh, exclusiveness uh, that EA has is no longer there, and now under the Lucasfilm Games banner, um, basically any developer can now work with them to make a star Wars game, uh, which is really exciting because a lot of people were getting kind of frustrated with EA and the way that they make games. And it'll just be kind of cool to see like, I don't know, maybe lesser known indie developers, stuff like that. I heard Ubisoft is working on an open world star Wars title is, is part of my news. So kind of piggybacking off of that, <laughs> um, which, you know, Fingers crossed I get to play as a Sith. Like, I don't get stuck with the Jedi stuff. Love the Jedi, but I'd love to play as a free-roaming Sith. Mm -hmm. um, and then for my news, it kind of, after picking back, piggybacking off of Isaacs, I'm going to piggyback a little bit off of Hopes. Um, but in addition to, like, new shows coming out on the CW, uh, they are starting to roll out the new seasons of their uh, recurring shows. So this past week, Batwoman. Uh, had its season premiere, and as some of you know, Ruby Rose, the who played the titular character of Batwoman, left the show when quarantine started. Um, so with the new uh, actress in the lead role who will be playing a new character, not Kate Kane, but uh, Ryan Wilder, um, the show kind of started off on a, a very new note. It's not, it seems like season one of a show instead of season two of a show, but they've done it very well um and then next week we will be getting a uh, season premiere of the final season of black lightning which they announced a few weeks ago um and then a, a week after week we'll be getting the new shows i believe in the order of the flash supergirl and legends of tomorrow do not quote me on that because it is ridiculously hard to find actual days they're starting i looked for like 15 minutes and found multiple conflicting dates however they're coming so Filming, I believe, is done for most of like the first, you know, half of the seasons. So, looking forward to that. All well, right. If you're now that talk we're done, with really quick. If you're also going to talk, since we're already on the topic, the CW shows, uh, I believe Nancy Drew and Riverdale also had their premieres happen. They did this have their premieres. Week. So, um, so did All American, I believe. Yes, that one did too. Yes. Sorry, I just really like superhero shows. So those are the ones I was focusing on. And since they have the shared universe, I feel like mm -hmm. there's like a there's a weirdly strong amount of following for those shows compared oh, to some definitely. of the other ones on like definitely. Supernatural definitely rivals them, but like they definitely have the that strong background. 
Um, so for today's episode, if you kind of if you didn't get it from our question of the week, this week's uh, episode is going to be talking about video games, but we're going to structure it a little bit differently than we have for the past few episodes. Generally, in the past, we've kind of all come in with like some opinions on a topic or something that we recently watched that we wanted to share with uh, you guys in the audience. Um, but this week, we're kind of switching it up a bit. And Isaac and I are going to try and um, introduce Hope, who is not an avid gamer, to uh, how to get into video games. Um, so for those of you who are avid gamers, uh, just leave us comments in the comment section or reach out to us on social media on what you think, um, if you think there's any better strategies. Um, and I hope you find this interesting because I did a little bit of research to try and get a little like better grasp of the vernacular of um, game development. Um, and then if you are not an avid gamer, I hope you find this helpful if you're looking to get into video games. So um, to start it off, Isaac, I'm going to ask you the, the very broad and general question of how do you think people can get into video games if they're not into them? How can people get into video games if they're not into them? Um, all right. Well, as you know, video games come in tons of genres. Um, any genre, really, that there is, there's a video game devoted to it. Uh, just like any movie that came out within like a certain amount of time, there was always a cheap video game make for it. Um, because of that, if you are really into a certain genre, like a book or movie, uh, you can find something that is almost the same experience but with a video game um especially i think with books is because you get to follow a story but then you get to specifically interact with the characters and it's it's better than reading in some aspects yeah the way i was the genre thing was the same approach i was going to take like um thinking of it as like a movie genre or a genre book um that's a great place to start um the thing with games too, it's not only just like story where like you're in the driver's seat more than you are in like a movie or a book. Cause like with a movie and a book, it's someone else's idea, someone else's story that kind of like um, you, you just follow them along the path. But with a video game, it's a little more like um, there is a path that you can take, but like it's up to you to get to the end. It's like the, there is no director bringing you there. You kind of have to like hop in along the way. Um, I guess the way I kind of thought about it to try and like bring people in was like, not only is there like genre of like, I guess, story or um, like aesthetics too. There's also like the gameplay stuff. Um, and then there's like the, I don't want to say mythology, but there's always like games that are like one-off. And then there's games that have like a franchise surrounding them. That can be a little intimidating. Um, I guess continuing with the movie thing, there's like, you have your, um, you have your Oscar winning films, you know, like, uh, what was the, what was the big one last year? Parasite. You have like Parasite. That's, uh, you're really trying to get in depth. You're really trying to like, uh, find out something different about like human nature by watching Parasite. And then you have your MCU movies, also great movies, but they have like, they have this whole history behind them, this whole like following, and they're not getting nominated for Oscars, but that doesn't mean they're lesser movies. They're just different people like them and they're coming at you from like a different perspective and then you have like your disney movies like tangled and frozen you're also looking for like a little more of the um you know finding out about human nature but it's you know a little more digestible than something like 
um, Parasite or what was it before that? Like Shape of Water, La La Land, Moonlight, stuff like that. I do want to put in, um, like personally not being an avid gamer, I did have friends in high school and a little bit now who do game. Um, so if anyone is looking to get into gaming and you have friends that are gamers, I would ask them. Um, because I remember going over to my one friend's house and we would play this battle game. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but I would always choose Pikachu because that's how I could figure out like what buttons to use. Super Smash Brothers. I think so. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think that's I was, what it was. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> um, I will say I'm also a person who gets yelled at for button mashing. Um, so sorry uh-huh. about that. But like, um, and then I had another friend who I actually downloaded a game on my computer and it was like a horror game and you had to like escape the prison type thing. And it was really creepy and I couldn't play it after dark um, because, you know, Yay, vivid imagination. Um, But, like, he got me into that, and there was one time we tried playing it together. um, And, of course, it wouldn't work on either of our laptops. Um, But I would definitely say if you have friends who are gamers and you want to get into games or, like, connect with your friends a little bit more, ask them to teach you about their favorite video game to try and get into it. Because I think the other part of like not being an avid gamer is just if you don't really have anyone to rave to about it or like ask for help or talk to it in general. Like with the movies, like Brendan said, because there is such a big following of like the Marvel movies, you have anyone you could talk to just post something on social media and I'm sure you'll get a response about it. Um, but if you're not, if you don't have anybody who does, who's a gamer then it's harder to get into that so i will say check with your friends yeah, it can be intimidating family. for sure uh, yeah yeah and that brings up a good point with video games is the uh you know there's games that you play by yourself and then mm-hmm. there's games specifically that you play with other people like uh uh brendan and i our favorite games that we mentioned are both games that you could be by yourself and not talk to anyone the entire time you're playing it but you know there's always games like uh you know like mario party uh and mario kart actually most mario games where it's like you you play that with the conception that you're going to be playing with other people um and especially games uh where you fight each other like smash bros or call of duty or halo like those will bring people together uh even if you're not even like you've never played the game before i can pick up a gun and just you know, point lasers at my friends and pew, pew, pew. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a really laser tag. Oh, I miss laser tag too. Geek tangent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a really good point too. Like that's, there's a couple different dimensions to video games that you don't necessarily have in other like forms of media consumption. Cause not only do you have like genre, but then you have like the, the opportunity for like, multiplayer, single player, online, co-op, stuff like that. And then like, I guess beneath the genre too, there's a couple of different styles as well um, of, in terms of how you play. Like the difference between, uh, like I mentioned Mass Effect at the very beginning. And then um, Isaac, you mentioned Elder Scrolls. With Elder Scrolls, it's very much like, I'm going to kind of go around and do 
um, what I want to do, where I want to do it. The map is usually like it's expansive. You have a lot of choice on what you can do, but with Mass Effect, like you have choice, you can go talk to different people, but like your maps are a lot smaller scale, and it's it's kind of like doing a a maze where everything will eventually get you to the exit. It just depends on how long. But like, there's games like Elder Scrolls and um, I guess what other games like that? Uh, I guess Minecraft too, because there's not really like an end to that. Um, that like you can kind of do whatever you want forever, and you're not going to get an end. Yeah. Um, so that's something to consider as well. I would um, definitely say, just from the small experience I've had with it, from babysitting this one kid, um, Minecraft is super chill. So if you're not looking for like gore or war or like you know battle stuff. I mean, there was well, something. I mean, you can make it a lot of different yeah. things. I'm thinking, like, if you're playing hardcore survival mode in yeah. Minecraft, that might not be fun for first timers. No, but it's something that, like, you're world building too. So that's a big part of it. And so I think that might be, like, a good starting point. Cause, like, that game was relatively easy for me to pick up. Um, and especially just, like, went downstairs to the basement with. Play, he handed me the remote. Was like, "Have you ever played this?" I was like, "Nope, never played this." And um, he he was like, "Okay, so this is just what you do." And then once I got like used to um, like moving around and like cutting through stuff or like picking stuff up or anything, he was like, "Hey, do you want to go into like battle mode?" And so we did a little bit of that. But like I said, like that one's super easy to get into. So. Yeah, and, and that brings up, again, like a genre again of, uh, of these kind of almost like farming community games where you pretty much just play to like see things grow. Like I have friends whose favorite games are Minecraft, Terraria, Stardew Valley, and Animal Stardew Crossing. Valley. And like all of those games are like, like you don't need, I guess you know like guns and stuff and explosions to make a game brilliant mm -hmm. like just getting excited that oh like my crop of cherry trees are like growing in and i can take them <laughs> and sell them at a market or i successfully like built this really cool like building like it's just so mm -hmm. cool to be able to see what you can do um <laughs> in games like definitely that. I think to something like, like what you just mentioned, like people have kind of like their niche. They have like a, a little bubble of games they like. Um, kind of like looking at like taste testing uh, genres is a really great way to kind of like explore different games. Um, mainstream titles are a really good way to do that because they usually have like the, the most liked elements of that genre um, is a good way to start. And then once you find what you like, you can kind of get into more like indie developers and things like that. Just like with like movies and music too, like once you find that mainstream genre that you like, um, there are ways for you to kind of like navigate um, the really specific, the really niche stuff that you like. Um, dang, oh, real quick, we keep mentioning genre. Um, and I wrote down a couple of genres that I like thought of just to give people like a place to start looking into. Um, so you have, th these are like really big picture and there's a lot more like subsets that people can do, but you have your, um, action, action adventure games where like the, the main purpose is to like, think like Indiana Jones movie type of like game where it's like, you have an ultimate goal to get to at the end. And there's like a lot of, um, 
I guess the explosions are really good, but like usually find your way through a map, like getting uh, upgrades and treasure and things like that to like get to like this ultimate goal. Um, and then you have role-playing games where you kind of take on the role of a, uh, of a certain character in a, in a game. Like um, really popular ones are Assassin's Creed, uh, Elder Scrolls, uh, Minecraft is a role-playing game. Uh, Pokemon's a uh, role-playing game where you're, it's basically like you're running through life given certain, certain circumstances. Sims is the ultimate, uh, well, Sims is, a, never mind. Sims is a simulation game, which is the next one I'm going to mention. But like Sims in a weird way, you kind of like, it's, if you're RPGing as God, Sims is an RPG. Um, but then you have like simulation games where it kind of like takes a real life event and like tries to replicate it um strategy games which are a lot like uh board games but then that can that can kind of cross over with rpgs too uh where you're trying depending on how you're trying to do it um i also thought of sports games and um puzzle games Mm -hmm. as well um and then another like aspect i wanted to touch on too is um i feel like a lot of people are gamers without realizing it because they're like typical thought of like what a gamer is is like you have a pc you have a playstation and xbox maybe a switch um and you're in front of the tv playing like hunched over playing your thing all day long like that's what they think a gamer is and just because they don't maybe don't have a console maybe they don't have like a gaming pc and they're like i'm not a gamer however your aunt that's killing it on candy crush every day (laughs) like 10 15 levels like like per hour at work like you're a gamer because like games, like apps on your phone, games, mm-hmm. video games, same different genre, looks a little different. Um, computer games, cool. If you are addicted to cool math games, you're a gamer. <laughs> like I, that's one thing that I feel like is really like, really gaming. I mean, as a gamer, gaming gets gatekept a lot. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you can't like this thing because you aren't this kind of person. But like, and you can't be a gamer because you don't play these certain kinds of games. I'm not into Call of Duty, and uh, some people have said like, "Oh, you're not into shooters. You're not like, you're not a, a gamer." I'm like, no, I just the first person shooter does not appeal to me. But I feel like kind of opening your mind to like what being, you know, good at video games and what being a gamer means can really like help get people in like the first steps of like kind of embracing that of what it means to be like a gamer without like I guess the the guy drinking Mountain Dew and Doritos at 3 a.m. Like, and I mean like drinking Doritos as much as they <laughs> inhale them type thing. Yeah, so. I, I will say, um, so I worked at the desk at one of the dorms for the last couple of years. Um, and I was working one night and I had an RA come down and he and someone else were talking about like video games. And then he asked me about video games and I was playing a game on a computer. Um, and it was like a criminal one one of the Facebook games and I was like oh I'm not really much of a gamer and he was like what are you doing right there I'm like playing a game he was like yeah so you technically and that I'll be honest that's what first made me realize okay so there are different types of gamers just like there's different types of movie fans or book fans and like you were saying Brendan like that I think that's the biggest thing to get past first is just that you don't have to be you can be a gamer and not drink Mountain Dew and inhale Doritos at three o'clock in the morning in front of your TV 
um, surrounded by a trash or whatever, you know, it, you can just sit there on your phone and crush it at a candy crush or anything like that. Candy crush, any of the Facebook apps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. And there's nothing wrong with inhaling Doritos and drinking Mountain nah. Dew on your couch all night. Um, <laughs> no, but don't gatekeep that as a gamer. Don't make that, don't make that the identity, I guess is the point. Yeah, exactly. And um, like you, I see things on like Facebook where like people share and it's like, if you're like really into like Minecraft or like blah, 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 blah. It's like, you're not a gamer. And then it's like, that's just gatekeeping one-on-one. Like it is totally fine to not like certain types of games. Like I am, I am not a big fan of online uh, player versus player. Uh, I don't know. I just like, I remember like seeing Titanfall and it's like, it's the first game was like only online. I was like, there's not a campaign. And like, I remember I had friends where it's like, what does that matter? I'm like, I don't know. I kind of like that's why I didn't get star Wars battlefront the first time. Like (laughs) when they released, uh, when they remade it, they released the first time I was like, Oh, that looks like fun. And then they're like, oh, there's no, there's no campaign. Yeah, there's really limited co-op. It's mostly <laughs> online. I'm like, oh, okay. But like Battlefront 2 came out. They had a campaign that got me into it. Um, and then online with Battlefront 2, if you're into Star Wars and haven't played Star Wars Battlefront, that is something you got to invest in because that is so much fun. Okay, I just have a side note real quick. I think that you just destroyed Doritos' idea for their Super Bowl commercial by saying don't use gamers inhaling doritos at three o'clock in the morning um but yeah that's just a side note although they can always if bring i can influence back. doritos super bowl commercials from what i say on this podcast we have way more power than i ever thought <laughs> if they bring <laughs> the plug back for doritos i will be happy and they can have the gamer at three in the morning with the the pug eating all the doritos oh gosh i always like the doritos one where it was um like the the kid comes like the guy the guy comes to pick up a girl for a date and she has a son and the kid's like two rules don't touch my mama and don't touch my Doritos. Mm-hmm. Um, another geek tangent, but uh, <laughs> sorry, like I said, side note. But mm-hmm. also, um, quick question for those of us that don't fully understand uh, hard gamer speak: What is a campaign? Oh. I see you got this. Uh, okay. Um, well, uh, I did use the word campaign earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, campaign, uh, which comes from the Latin word. No. Um, <laughs> it is uh, The campaign is essentially the story mode. Okay. It is, if you're playing Halo, it's, it's following the story of Master Chief, fighting aliens, and saving the world. Whereas I mentioned PvP, which means player versus player. Um, and you see that like online PVP is when you log in and you get into this, uh, a game that's full of other players, other people playing online too. And you all come in and usually the game you'll fight each other or something like that. Um, and so a lot of games will have a campaign and then a multiplayer section and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That helped. Yes, that did help. That was the yeah. Because cool. that wasn't even like a vocab word I thought I would have thought to explain. Cause I'm like, oh yeah, campaign. That's yeah, just how this. Like when I think of campaign, like I kind of think of um, like the old back in medieval times when like the king would send the troops to go essentially conquer a new land type thing. Like you're campaigning. 
um, <laughs> or, you know, people during a political <laughs> season going, oh, you're campaigning for people to vote for you. How does that make sense in a video game? But well, yeah. And then like some games only have like that single, that single player mode, um, which is generally where I gravitate. I like games that have both, but like primarily are the story mode. Um, but yeah, that's, that's like Mass Effect ended up with like an online multiplayer that I played a couple times, but I, I bought that game for the story. Um, I buy the Assassin's Creed games for the story. Uh, they had mul multiplayer for a while. I don't think they do anymore. Um, let's see what else has multiplayer. That's mostly story. Um, I guess Pokemon too. There's a, it has that online component. You don't. People I mean, do buy Pokemon just for like the online experience, but it's it's mostly like you get it to you know see the new Pokemon, catch them all, complete your Pokedex, like those objectives. Um, and I think that's something to consider when you want to like get into video games. Is am I do I want to play a game where I have a really in depth single player experience, or do I want to have something that has really fleshed out mechanics when I play with other people? And then there's subsections of that too, like. Um, for single player games, do you want something that has a really linear story, something really powerful like a movie? Or do you want like a single player experience that's kind of like, I'm gonna do the same thing over and over again so I can get really good. Kind of like um, what you'll do in the single player mode, like for training in like a fighting game, like Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Injustice, Tekken, things like that. Um, which I, I guess that brings up another point is um, campaign doesn't have to be single player. I mean, you said, you played Lego Harry Potter, which yes. phenomenal game. I just got it for the PS4. Uh, like that, you can have, I think it's, yeah, two players completed the campaign. Um, and that's called co-op, typically, is if you're playing mm -hmm. and you have another friend and you can join in and play through the whole story mode, which is brilliant when you can have two-person co-op. Halo, <laughs> phenomenal at co-op. I, I miss two-player co-op so much, like, like split-screen two-player co-op. Um, my, that's one of my favorite modes in uh, Battlefront 2 um, is where you just, the hero versus villain fight, you just 1v1 each other on the map. I will say, being ADD, that always distracted me because I was like, yes, I'm on this screen, but wait, what are you doing? Why am I watching your screen? I should be watching mine. And so, yeah, and that's, that's something to consider if you're like trying to get into games like, okay, I, it's not fun because I get distracted when we're all trying to do the same thing. So maybe you want to play online, maybe you want to focus something that's more single player. Um, and something that I think too is less appreciated about video games because um, it kind of gets drowned in technical jargon. Like people talk about like, um, uh, like pixels or things looking like realistic or like the graphics looking really good. But like video game designing is also like an art. So if you're into like different kinds of art, whether like, just like people can be into like paintings versus sculptures and things like that. Um, you can be into, you know, the really um, high definition, hyper-realistic uh, humanoid character creation games where they motion capture people and their faces and everything like that. Or you can be into like the, the background indie games, the things that like you, among us, like that's mm -hmm. not like the most high definition thing in the world, but it kind of like took the internet by storm over the past couple months um, because the mechanics were just fun. I think the biggest, the easiest way of describing that too is talking about animated movies because you've got things like the um, old animation, like for Disney, um, where, you know, it looks very 2D. I mean, 
it looks 3D, but you can tell it's animated versus like the claymation um, versus like some more recent ones of like, you know, Tangled and Frozen, um, even Wreck-It Ralph, which is Pixar instead of Disney, but aren't they the same thing now? I can't keep that straight. Um, and then going to Lion King, the new one where it's the live action and it looks very realistic. Like they actually filmed these animals. Um, I, that's at least how I process it in my head. So if people aren't into art too, like if you've seen animated videos, like that would be a, yeah, that's a, a really good, good way point. of like seeing how the differences work. Yeah. I remember when my dad first heard about Minecraft, <laughs> he was like, that game looks so bad. Like, <laughs> There's like the graphics are terrible. And then I'm like, dad, that's not what it's about. Also, it's on purpose. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one thing when you have your like at release, you know, when the game is released, it, it like you can tell things don't look how they, they're supposed to look like that was a big problem with uh, Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> is the most recent example I can think of um, where it was there was big hype, all the um, you know, trailers and game. I guess we didn't even get a real game pre gameplay trailer of Cyberpunk 2077, like close to launch. But um, like, it didn't look how they advertised it to look. Versus Minecraft, where it looks exactly how you would expect. Mm -hmm. From I don't know if Minecraft had a trailer or just got released, but like from how it's the way it's advertised, it looks like how it's supposed to look. Yeah. Um, so something I kind of want to transition to is we. I feel like we've touched on like. You know, there are aspects of video games you can get into, genre, um, like the style of game, like how you play, whether you play with others, whether you play by yourself, um, and like how you want your game to look. Um, and then one other thing, hope you said this at the very beginning, and I just want to like comment on it too, is like asking people that are into gaming, like if you can, if they can, you know, pick your brain for ideas, if like you know someone really well and they know you well, and you can ask them, you know, what do you think I might like? And like, they can give you a little more detailed explanation because we're kind of talking in hypothetical right now. But if someone asked me, can I watch you play your game? Or like, can you explain to me what this is about? My heart would melt because no one has ever done that. And I like, like my, I love my game so much. And like sharing that with other people is um, something that I really like to do. So like, make make your favorite gamers day and ask them to talk to you about that even if you don't want to listen for like the hour they want to talk to you about it just you asking um you will usually get like a positive response um but something i said i want to shift to is um hope since you are not our resident gamer do you want to throw me and isaac some hypothetical scenarios of like a type of person that's trying to get into games, doesn't know where to start. And then Isaac and I can give a couple of game, like franchise or one-off game recommendations for where they might start. Okay. Um, I'll go with, I'm just gonna leave the person gender neutral um, because I think games should be for everyone and not limited based on gender. Um, but I'm gonna go with like, someone got a, Nintendo Switch for Christmas um, because I know that's super in right now to get Nintendo Switches um, and they know about Animal Crossing um, and they're pretty good at that because you know they had a DS and um, played Animal Crossing there 
but they want to get more involved with like their friends who also have Switches to try and play some video games. Are there any like specific that you could think of that would be good for doing that? Mm. Switch is not known for its online multiplayer. However, I mean, obviously, Animal Crossing has a social component in New Horizons where you can go to other people's islands. Um, that is a really good one. Thinking of something that's like Animal Crossing-like that has more of a social component. Isaac, do you got anything that comes to mind right ahead, right away? Um, I don't, I mean, I know that I mentioned Stardew Valley earlier, which is very similar to Animal Crossing, and you can play online with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, which is pretty neat. I think it comes Stardew Valley's on the Switch. Okay. I don't know, um, but if there's Maybe. just when it co- t- comes to games that I know on the Switch that you can play with other people, like Mario Kart, which oh. is a racing game, but it's you you don't really have to treat it that way. It's just fun. It's I don't know, um, and I know that you can like play with other Switches on other sides of places just connected, which is really cool because I did it once and I'm like racing against my friends that are on the other side of the country. Um, I don't know if you're into Mario Kart, but that's always a good option. It's more just like what type of games could you do with friends on a Switch? So like you said, Isaac, like you were able to play Mario Kart with your friend across the country. Like that would be great for this person because, you know, it's quarantine. How can we connect with people? Um, I think another one might be someone who's trying to branch out from the type of video game. So like, say they're really into something like, um, Call of Duty, what would you say? And they're trying to branch out, trying to find other video games. Um, what might you suggest to them? And it can, it can be a single player or multiplayer. Well, I'm thinking if they like Call of Duty and they like generally Call of Duty played as a first person shooter, mm-hmm. um, I would I would recommend the Mass Effect franchise. Um, that's also a shooter. It's generally played third person, um, but that one's more story intensive and it makes it like that one's big into making uh, like it's a choose your own adventure shooter. So instead of kind of going for like all of the, you know, the, you're going after loot to win this individual match. Um, Mass Effect is kind of like the slow game, but if they're also trying, if they're thinking about if they like Mass Effect and branch out from that, and then even want to get away from the shooters, um, the people that make that game, Bioware, also have made uh, the game, the Dragon Age games, Ooh. which are also ju- yeah, choose your the really good choose your own adventure games um, with some pretty cool mechanics. I don't know when the last time they released a Dragon Age game was. Was, was it? Inquisition, Inquisition or no that was yeah yeah that was it um but I guess I know that if they want to step away from Call of Duty but they still want that shooter feel and even multiplayer feel like Overwatch um is pretty good especially like so, what is it Soldier 76 like feels like you're running around and just like being a shooter but then through that you can kind of like evolve your play style to yeah to be more into characters that are like, I don't know, like more support characters or more melee characters. And it kind of grows you from just being in that shooter bubble to experiencing more things, which can also help 
grow to bigger uh, games. Okay. Um, and I will pose one more hypothetical scenario. Um, again, keeping it gender neutral. Um, and I'm not going to specify any console either because I'm not familiar with a ton of consoles or like what specific games and everything. Um, but say this person really liked like the old Nintendo Nintendogs games or like just really loves animals in general. It kind of wants to do like an adventure game with any kind of animal. Are there anything, any games that might interest this person? I was going to say Pokemon. Um, but uh, it, it, I mean, that depends on what you mean by like adventure game. Cause that one's like, train your friends battle but like if you're thinking nintendogs fighting probably isn't exactly where you want to go so i gotta think on that one for a sec well because like for some reason i mean this might be like a phone game too um but like i remember seeing ads for a oh what is it uh not lord of the rings um game of thrones game where you were like um the dragon queen and you add your dragons and everything. Um, so kind of like, I don't know, they're kind of like your sidekick or like you get to go around and play games with them or something like, so yeah, kind of like Pokemon. Um, basically just having the companion without actually having another person type thing. Um, um well, uh, all the first-person Fallout games since they became first-person, so Fallout 3, New Vegas 4, uh, they all feature uh, companions, especially a dog companion uh, called Dog Meat. Um, he slash she is a fantastic dog, uh, but also uh, Bethesda games like Elder Scrolls, um, you can get certain types of animal companions uh dogs and whatnot um and then i would even i mean it's kind of a jump but there's also games uh like big free roam games like um like any game based on dungeons and dragons like Baldur's gate 3 just came out i haven't actually played it but i'm sure it has some of the mechanics of the previous games or even like world of warcraft you can get like pets and mounts and stuff and you can run around this whole world of adventure and stuff but you also have your pet and it kind of really tugs on your heartstrings like having that companion there even if they're just virtual mm -hmm. okay. all right and then isaac last last question i'm going to pose to you on games um three really good games just to get people into games in general nothing that's too complicated nothing that's too um uh, let's see, niche, um, pre preferentially things that also have like representation in other media and like kind of whether it's like toys, films, books, anything like that. You have three that you think are just like really exceptional intro, like entry level games to kind of get to help people find their niche and like what kind of genre they might like. Ooh, I didn't know there'd be a quiz. Um, for one of them, I will I will pull from the Nintendo bag and I will say like I think Luigi's Mansion is a fantastic game. Like three uh, is a fantastic game. Um, like I have friends that like claim they're not gamers, but they'll like 
always be down to do that because it's it's you know a a wholesome atmosphere uh you're just luigi running around with ghosts but they're not even like scary ghosts but you you are solving puzzles and doing stuff like that which i think puzzles really help um second game that i think anyone should really be able to get into uh easily and just have a fun time playing is almost any of the lego games you stole mine freaking love uh, those <laughs> um because like again like the harry potter one like uh hope loves things star that are wars, harry potter indiana jones. star wars indiana jones um, jurassic world jurassic world lord of the rings uh the hobbit uh but only the first two movies are in the Hobbit game. They were going to release a DLC and then they didn't. Um, I think those are really fun because you, you're playing as the characters from the movies that you love. Um, but you get to just run around and solve little puzzles and, and do stuff like that. And I think that really helps uh, being able to do something. Because um, there are times when I've tried to play like Minecraft where I just have no idea what I want to do. And the game doesn't have anything like driving you. And so sometimes you're like, I, I'm kind of just like almost like artist block or writer's block, but with video games. Um, so it's nice to have that little push. A third game you ask. Oh dear. Hmm. I can give one or two if you still got to think. Yeah. Pop over to you. Um, one thing that came out a little while ago that I think is just like, if you're looking for something dumb to do that might get you into like, I guess it's not quite point and click, but like if you have, if you have the opportunity to play the game untitled goose game, um, it's a great intro RPG. Literally you just play as a goose and destroy everything. Not literally. You just like are a nuisance in the world. And that's the point of the game is just be a goose. Out of Um, sincere um, curiosity, is this goose by any chance based on the goose that uh, wouldn't leave a, I think it was a London train platform and they had to put a sign up to not go by the goose because it was destroying everything? I have no idea. Literally, you, you start in your pond and then you go annoy this farmer and then you go like <laughs> deeper into the city. That one's just really fun. Um, I'll always recommend uh, the po- like the main series Pokemon games, um, especially... Um, if you if you're looking to get into something like that, the Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee games, they kind of like get back to some of the fundamentals of the game without some of the more complex things they've introduced into Pokemon to make it appealing to you know the audience who's been with them for 20 years. Um, and then third, um, I would always say like try. I'm gonna. This is like a couple different games, but like try a sports game, like because it's. I think it's a really good intro, like Madden or um, 2K, FIFA. Even if you're not that into sports, like trying to figure that out is a really good way to get into other games because I feel like it's got that – a lot of sports games have that level of strategy um, that, like, you'll need in other games. And, like, it helps you get kind of, like, the basic feel of a controller if you're starting to play on a console or on a PC that isn't too like quick high stakes. Like you might need for like a fighting game, like mortal Kombat. you got to get those inputs in really quick, but like sports games help you get that timing down, helps you kind of like figure out, all right, this is where things got to be on the screen as I do it. Um, which 
I, yeah, speaking of sports games, uh, I think like Rocket League, where you're a little car oh, playing perfect. soccer, that is a fantastic game. Um, it has a certain level of customization. You get to customize a little car or truck or van or whatever things. And then you can play with your friends, local. You can play online. Or if that's intimidating, you can play in like your own like little league against computers. And it's literally like a little soccer game but you get to drive and shoot and fly around the map. Um, super easy, super simple, very fun. And, and it has a big competitive scene. So if you get really into it and like, you're like, I want to go up a level, it's, it's a good place. It's got intro level stuff. And then you have your pros who, if I got in a match against them, I'd lose in three seconds. Like the games are two minutes long and I'd be done after, you know, less than a minute. Cause they'll score on me 10 times. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it, it's always it, like it's always fun if you're playing with your friends. Like I was playing with my friends and his younger siblings, and we were just having a blast driving around. Which I think Rocket League is on Switch, and uh, Rocket League on you, Rocket League's on everything. Yeah, in which case you could play with your friend from far away, uh, probably over top over Switch, play Rocket League. Oh, uh, one thing about a lot of online services that if you aren't into games, that probably wouldn't know this, but most games were you have to you play online there's an extra service that you have to pay for to play online nintendo switch online xbox live or playstation network are the big three um which is an unfortunate side effect of you know um the gaming industry but it is something to be aware of if you're trying to get into it is it's not just to buy the game there's a little bit of investing to get to that level um, so I think that is, uh, about all the time we've got for our main topic today. Um, as usual on Raving Geeks, we're going to end our, re- uh, episode with a recommendation list for you. Um, so whether that be movies, video games, comics, or anything else geeky, um, we're going to give you some stuff to think about. Hope, would you like yes, to start? I would. Um, so first off, I just want to say Nintendo needs to come out with a, um, Nintendogs for your phone like they did with uh, Animal Crossing. Please, I need my Nintendogs back and my DS is at home. Um, but so my recommendations, I'll do book first and then TV show second. So if you are a fan of the Peter Pan story, then I suggest the book called The Wendy which is the first book in the Tales of the Wendy um, series by Aaron Michelle Skye. Uh, I have started reading it and I can say that it is, I think it's good for both genders. Like, yes, okay, Wendy's the main character, but like, she's kind of badass. So like, I think the guys would like her too. Um, and then for TV shows, if you liked the show Supernatural or you like just like twists on history or um, bringing in supernatural elements, this show, I don't think errors anymore, um, but you can find it on Hulu for free if you have a Hulu account. Um, it's called Sleepy Hollow and it follows Ichabod Crane, who has been brought back to life and um, a lieutenant in the police department whose name is uh abby mills and they basically have to stop the apocalypse from coming um the end of days and it's really interesting because there'll be times that like well no that fact of history isn't right like i'm re-watching it and they're like 
And Ichabod at one point was like, Sam Adams would never make a beer. He was too, like, you know, snobbish <laughs> for making a beer. It would be more Paul Revere or something like that. So, you know, just little things like that. Um, but yeah, Thanks. it's really good. I will say there are some, like, creepy slash scary because they do have a headless horseman. Um, but, you know, it's cool. So... Perfect. Sounds great. I heard good things about that one. Isaac, do you have any recommendations for us today? Um, well, uh, if you if you like the concept of Dungeons and Dragons, but you don't want to play with other people, or you want to play something like it, I've been playing Divinity colon Original Sin 2, and that is a phenomenal uh, free roam RPG game where you control a small party of characters. Great gameplay, great story, um i can barely put the controller down uh tv show well um we mentioned supernatural and the new walker texas ranger both of which have jared padalecki in it you could also catch him in one of his earlier roles on gilmore girls <laughs> oh god no with yes yeah, recommending just, gilmore girls <laughs> with a, just like baby baby jared padalecki <laughs> Sweet little baby Jared playing Dean, not to be confused with uh, the Jensen Ackles. Yeah, Jensen Ackles <laughs> character in Supernatural. Uh, Gilmore Fun Girls. Fact, though, Jared Padalecki auditioned for the role of Dean first. So, like, for Dean Winchester, just saying. He, he's the original Dean. Uh, anyways, featuring Lorelai Gilmore and her daughter, Lorelai Gilmore, otherwise known as Rory. Yep. Uh, at one point, you meet their grandma, great-grandma, Lorelai Gilmore. It's great. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Um, so for my recommendations, uh, I recently watched Soul on Disney+, Plus, which we may have recommended this already, but very good movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, just a heads up, it's not as long as Disney Plus says it is, but like because this was like the theatrical release of it on Disney+, Plus, like the credits are like a half hour long, like they would be in the theater. Um, which I thought was kind of funny because it was like, I was like, wait, that's it. The timer says there's 30 minutes left, but it was still really, really good. Um, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and then something else that I got into recently, it's an older show. I think it's like mid two thousands, but if you liked the movie, um, Shazam with Zachary Levi, um, I saw the show, this show called Chuck from the early two thousands. It's on prime video. Um, I hadn't seen it or heard of it before, but if you're into like, spy thriller slash comedy type stuff this is a really really good show um it's got a couple of big like big names that pop up in it um and like as the show get like goes along there's a lot of like really cool um concepts that they bring up the whole thing is uh chuck is this regular guy regular guy that um an old college friend sends him the information of a cia database that gets beamed into his head and now he becomes a secret cia agent because he's like the most important asset in the nation is the uh is the gist if you um, but dirty zachary levi is oh my gosh it's perfect Shazam, uh, and entangled as flynn rider mm. then zachary levi's could... flynn rider yes <laughs> i didn't know that <laughs> Oh, man, I'm going to get crucified <laughs> for that one. Oh, um, no. But yeah, if you love how dorky he is in that, compared to, like, how serious he is in Heroes Reborn, you will absolutely love him in Chuck because 
he is nerdy and dorky and geeky and all around adorable and it's perfect. Adorkable. Yes. And and uh, he would make a great uh, he would make a great addition to Raving Geeks. What was that, Isaac? Mm-hmm. Uh, and just a bop on top of the the Chuck train. Um, it really makes you want to work at a place like Best Buy or something. <laughs> and be kind of. of. <laughs> what, what 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 is it? Because they're they're the is it the nerd herd is like their the little nerd like, herd. the tech yeah. IT people. <laughs> oh man. Like Geek Squad, it's but it's Nerd Herd. Geek nerd Squad. Herd is so much better than Geek Squad, though. Like, we got to think of something that rhymes. We've got our, um, we've got our ending. We got to think of something that rhymes with Geek. Uh, we'll have that for you guys next week. But um, that is all we have for you today. Uh, thank you for joining us, and reach out on social media and in the comments uh, for your take on you know best video games, way to get people into video games, um, and anything you might want us to talk about in the future. We're always open to ideas. And if you uh, are in a position to come talk with us on the podcast, we'd love to have you. Um, as always, I've been Brennan Valentine, along with my uh, co-hosts, Hope Goodrell and Isaac Hunter. Um, and just want to say, uh, stay geeky and have a great weekie, everyone. It's so a long Bye. <laughs>